Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 19 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Pod Chef. The official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host Jamal. With me is my co-host Reeves. What's up, everyone? And with Reeves is his co-host Brian. Hello, theory. Hello, bruv. Hello, hey, hey, love. Hey, in here, love. Hey, bruv. It's rainy day in New Jersey. I feel like I'm in London. I feel like I'm on the Thames. The Thames. That's for our British listeners. <laughs> we know you guys are there from where yeah. doing when we did the race car show. Mm-hmm. We got US. a lot of people that showed that drove into Pod Chef's life, <laughs> stuck around straight, straight over the pond. Yeah. All right, did we get that out of our system? Yes. Yeah. Good. 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 Um, it's a special episode. We have a special guest joining us. Um, this is a special kind of like a clips episode. Uh, because one of the members of Podchef is going on hiatus after this. So this is a best of episode. This is the best of Reeves episode. Oh, no. With and special maybe, guest Reeves. And maybe you're like, you know, what song should be playing underneath this? And I'm thinking it'll either be Vitamin C, the graduation song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Third Eye Blind Jumper. That one. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe we should just get into it because we're talking about songs, and everyone knows that Reeves is musically inclined. Yes, and he also was the progenitor of the original Pod the Chef. What progenitor? Yeah, you don't know that word, progenitor. <laughs> it sounds like genitals. <laughs> progenitals. Progenitor. There's no way that's a real word. I'm progenitals. What's the what would be the bait? Like, what is that? Progenitor, a person or thing from which a person, animal, or plant is descended or originates, an like ancestor or parent. Progeny. Progenity? Progenitor. Progenitor. Hey, guys, at what age did you lose your progenity? <laughs> Late in life for me. 25? <laughs> Couldn't give away my progenity. <laughs> Put it on Craigslist. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking you away. This is Reeves' moment. Yeah, wow. this is Reeves. This is whole Reeves episode. Um, this so is, for the listeners, this is all a surprise to me. I thought mm-hmm. that there was going to be a guest here. Oh, and hello, it's the little chef. Well, there um, is a guest. You're the guest. I'm the guest yeah. on my podcast. You're the special guest. That's fun. And podcast behind the con the candelabra. There What's was that a, word mean? There was a guest. Call we back. told them to fuck off for today. <laughs> True story. They don't listen. And if they do listen, they get it. But we... We did not tell the guests to do that. We had been planning this for the week, but then today I told Jamal to cancel on the guest. <laughs> now that is true. Cancel him. That is true. <laughs> push him. Push that motherfucker. Um, we rescheduled. Hmm. So, Jam- so Reeves sings a song. <laughs> well, Reeves is the progenitor of the original theme song, and I think we should revisit that a little bit here. Oh, shit. Let's take Travel back in time. Yep. So I guess, do I have to do the song now? Seems well, like it seems like Brian's teed you up for it. Um, so I think so. Okay. Here we go. 
This is something just for the audience I would never do. I would have found a way to deflect, but Reeves, being the most musical, is going to do it. Yes, gotta think of that. It's just okay. Okay, I could do it. All right. Welcome to Time Trap. Welcome to Punch Up. It's Time Trap and it's Punch Up. And they're doing the thing. And they're doing the thing. And they're reviewing the episode. That's it. That's all I've got. Now, <laughs> I am. I want to make it clear that I've done a lot of work on the lyrics. It, it shows. Yes. Well, it sounded like two different people were on this song. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I want to go for. It's like that. It's like a whole chorus of people singing, and it's like different voices and stuff like that. This is a bit of my like opus, I guess, that I'm working on now. Wow, we made the right decision cutting off half of that when we did have it as the intro. (laughs) I forgot about that second half. (laughs) First half is great, great, but last half not great. Let's let's dive into that just really quick because we have a couple. We have a couple clips. After you performed that song, it's like fifteen. I made it. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, After the (laughs) song, you said that you worked really hard on the lyrics. Now that Mm -hmm. we've now that that's in the rear view and we are in the future. How hard did you work on those lyrics, really? Um, so I'm an artist, Brian. Mm-hmm. And you know this. As an artist, there's a process that goes into producing your art. And for me, that process is thinking about it a little bit, being like, hey, I should maybe do that. Then putting no work into it at all. And then in the moment being like, I'm kind of excited by this. And then I just make it all up on the spot. Did it feel good in the moment doing it? Uh, I want to say that the first half that we kept, it did feel good. And then the second half, it felt really bad. <laughs> and I wanted to get out of it. <laughs> we had that theme song for about a full season and a half, maybe uh-huh. like yes. for a while. For uh-huh. a while. Yeah. Think about that, fans, for the <laughs> whatever 15 people we probably picked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's what we used to have. All right. Um, wow. So last week we had the great um, interview with Dale Taldy. Mm. And um, Reeves kind of was iconic in that interview. He was also iconic in our first interview with Harold when he asked the real pressing questions. Didn't you, Reeves? Let's listen. So, yeah, so you ended up winning Restaurant Wars, which was really exciting. Um, So the the question that I have coming out of that that final scene when they they decide who's going to go to the film festival is how do you pronounce the name of the film festival? Is it the Cannes Film Festival or the Cannes Film Festival? Because it's said multiple ways and I got confused. (laughs) <laughs> no idea uh, no, no idea follow up question did you not want to go at all <laughs> well, so Harold's reaction uh, his answer to Reeves' question if you couldn't hear it was fuck if I know fuck if I yeah. know yeah. I hit him with a you know a, a nice setup and a very uh-huh. soft lightly funny question and he's just fuck if I know and that's our best friend there Harold yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like about you is you're always asking the hard hitting questions. Uh huh. <laughs> mm, the questions that I'm like maybe ignoring, you're like, well, let's not dance over this. Mm-mm. And go right to the source. Yeah. A right. famous chef who won Top Chef, ask him how to pronounce the name of a film festival that I really <laughs> still I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. We didn't learn that we, we didn't. you asked a good mm. question. We didn't, we didn't get any new Im- information. No. That's kind of the best thing about your questions that they don't actually lead to answers. They do lead to discussion, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's you what know. it's about, right? When that's we do really these interviews, it's, it's just about, you know, getting discussions out there, getting people talking about stuff. It's also about getting reviews and getting good reviews on the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And everyone needs to understand, if you're wondering, why is Reeves second mic and Brian third mic? Well, it's because Reeves will plead with the audience for reviews. Let's listen. 
So start listening to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Say that it's three guys you've never heard of, but occasionally there are people that you have heard of that come on it. And maybe in the future. <laughs> no guarantees, yep. though. And underlying <laughs> guys. <laughs> I don't know any women besides my wife, and she won't do the podcast. Yeah, my wife um, is too funny to do the podcast. That's what she. That's the truth. All right. So yeah, that's why he's second Mike, second chair co-host, because he'll do whatever it takes to get reviews for this podcast. He's he's willing to do it. And, and that's what I like about Reeve so much. That I appreciate that. I like to keep it honest. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how well we're doing with the whole male thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're doing great. I think we're doing good with it. Maybe we can get one of our fans, you know, on Bravo, Top Chef, TV, Reddit to give Ooh. us a breakdown of we're the percentage of women to men that we have on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see some graphs, some graphical data. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see some trends. Yeah, on our guests. Um, oh, little chef, there's so the little chef again. He's you know saying, what the little chef saying, is probably he's saying is au revoir. Yeah, he's yeah. saying au revoir. He's saying, au revoir. I don't au want you to go. Bonjour. You know, though, Reese is also kind of a little bit of a outlaw, Uh-oh. a little bit of a scoundrel. Reeves is, uh, some would say he's the uh, Kyrie Irving of this podcast. Let's listen. I, I, we, I guess we can get into the summary of all this, but I know a very long time ago we talked about what basketball players we are, and I was thinking about this the other day, and I definitely am Kyrie on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I can be pretty you good, are but Kai. I also Wait, yeah. interest. And I also think the world is flat, so that's all. Ooh, that was the most dangerous thing you said on this podcast. Do you stand by that? Uh, yeah, even now, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I feel, it was going to be yes. I feel like based on performance and uh, personal philosophies on life and stances on big topic issues, yes, I Great. exactly align with Kyrie. I'm glad that you stuck with that. That seems like a long time ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, look how Kyrie has changed. But it's not been that long. It's, it's the same storyline that's happened since you said that. Yeah. 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 He hasn't changed much. Um, he didn't even really as a player. He played barely this season. So, mm-hmm. yes, yes. You haven't changed much either, right? Because, I mean. There's a time when you weren't really, uh, you were kind of being questioned by me and Brian whether or not you actually were watching the episodes and watching the challenges, and you kind of proved us wrong very specifically one time, right? Let's listen. And so for a little context there, Jordan just kind of copies Turbo's walk a little bit, and then Turbo gets out of the pool and is so pissed. Is that what he's saying? He says, you cannot copy my walk? Is that yeah. what he's yelling? <laughs> he says, you can't copy my walk. Ego's fucking nuts. It makes him get out of the pool. <clears throat> well, I, it, think, I think when you saw the pool, you should have realized you were watching the wrong show. Yeah. I just thought, like, maybe they installed a pool there and they were trying to, like you know, make it a little bit different. It was confusing because I was like, wow, you know, some I don't remember some of these contestants, but a lot of these contestants are in amazing shape. <laughs> and the, and the, the elimination challenge is way more physical than it's ever been. You know what? I, I'm sorry. I, this is, I've screwed up as a host. This is not looking good for you when you meet with Tom for your um, beginning of the year assessment. Oh, it's going to be so bad. He's going to be so pissed. Anyway, I guess we need to power through with what you guys watched, and I'll try and chime in. <laughs> Not a lot's changed since then. Not a lot. I I haven't had that issue, which of course was I watched an episode of The Challenge, MTV's <laughs> The Challenge, mm-hmm. instead of Top Chef once. Um, and there was a clip from it. I I think the canon of the show, I was going to say I did that again once when we had a guest, but then I cut the bit because <laughs> in the middle mm-hmm. of the show, it felt like it didn't fit the tone of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so somewhere in my computer, there's another clip from <laughs> the challenge that I was going to play. Um, yeah, but since then, I've I've seen the episodes of Top Chef, of course, through the window of my neighbor's. Yes. House because I can't use my computer or my TV here. 
Well, that brings up a good point. Why can't Reeves use his computer or TV? And we have a clip that explains that, too. Yeah, this might be your most controversial clip. So let's listen. So I got a text from what I assumed was Tom, and it just said, are you okay, question mark, and then there was a link. Did you click? And you clicked it? I clicked the link, yeah. Right, okay. And now I'm worried to ask, but what happened? Well, (laughs) so I clicked it through my phone, right? This is on my phone. Yeah. And you guys know about it. I've been having trouble with with my TV, my computer and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all super and strong. They're all very, very strong. And that actually kind of leads into what's happened because they have formed what can only be described as a gang. Okay. So that's what I was worried about <laughs> happening. Yes. And they they are they are running my house. So they I'm in another room for the listeners at home. I'm not recording where i normally record and that's because they are doing they said a wad downstairs (laughs) (laughs) so so my phone's not now for those who don't know what a wad is it's the male version of wet ass pussy (laughs) (laughs) oh man I, I, do we have to cut that? Because that is a pretty good joke. <laughs> no, I'm keeping that. I wish I hadn't said the actual word, but I'm keeping that in. <laughs> okay. Man, that joke holds up. <laughs> that joke's still popping. That yeah, was it's, funny. It's evergreen. That one's evergreen. Any upgrade? Any updates on your uh, on your your t- your strong um, uh, electrical equipment? Oh. <laughs> appliances is the word appliances yeah, yeah they so they're not working out as much they built a sauna in the basement and it is so hot and it's warping <laughs> all of the floorboards oh no and that's they spend i mean all day down there which i mean for a human i know is not healthy but for these i mean it really is not healthy so i i don't know what's going on with them they said it was like they got to lean out for the summer or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the plan is to convert the sauna back, but the ba- listen, the basement is not ours anymore. Uh-huh. It's it's complete electronic appliances running down there. That's what happens sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Things move in, they take over. Yeah. The culture changes. Is this, are you talking about gentrification? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you have these towns on the uh, these like neighborhoods on the outskirts of more affluent neighborhoods, and then yeah. one iPad moves in, fucking, yeah. and now on the side of the street, what used to be a locally owned bodega is now a Starbucks. You know, yeah. here they come, computer. Yeah, you start getting all these tablet people, freaking neighborhood mm-hmm. GPS systems yeah. <laughs> moving in, all these Tesla bros. Fucking printer down the street. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Tamagotchi's moving uh, So this is, again, this is the Reeves farewell episode. Wow. This, this is the... This, this is, is very is... nice. It is making me a bit uncomfortable because it's so much about me. It is so much you. And I do we're... appreciate it. Who curated all these clips who went through all these episodes of top chef well so far those are all clips that brian procured um and i'm about to play a clip that i procured um it's one of my (laughs) favorites it's um i don't know if you guys remember this but it's caveman cancel culture let's listen they're hungry for it too oh yeah people want to laugh it's a time (laughs) you need to laugh right now Yeah. It's a time where people want to, they need a laugh, they want to laugh. It feels good to laugh again. Earth you know? is on fire. Yeah. Everything feels like it's burning down. It's like the comedy stage is so important now. Mm-hmm. It's like it's our last bastion of like sanity, you know, mm-hmm. truth tellers, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, you're just, yeah, you're you know, that's you're just a bard. Back, you know, back in the day they didn't have TV, they just had people who would tell stories and sing songs and mm-hmm. cavemen. Yeah. Cavemen, you're, yeah. you're yeah, you're painting on the walls. I'm That's why on the, the wall. Yeah, you do the cave wall behind you. You do a little painting of a deer. And unlike other people's paintings, my painting doesn't care about like your feelings. It just cares about the truth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm putting how the many truth cavemen there. got canceled? That's what I say. <laughs> this is cavemen cancel culture. <laughs> just because they're saying the truth on the wall. Yeah. It's it just painted. 
Like, he's like, it, what's it the joke. issue? It yeah. joke. It, it joke. It true. What problem? <laughs> you lighten up. What light? But you lighten up. <laughs> How me get fired? Me not know what fire is. Hey, fire up. Fire up. You can't fire me. Yes. I have me five saber tooth tiger at home. You are like night. You should be more like sun. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> they, they gotta cook. They gotta me, cook. Me sorry if drawing hurt feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but drawing my truth was not intention. Yeah. Suppose written on yeah. the wall. <laughs> me go away for a few months, go to counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Me come back. <laughs> Yeah. Make better drawings. Me, Me go to different cave. Say, yeah. <laughs> write same drawings. <laughs> Prefer yeah. new cave. New cave, more understanding. <laughs> the dumbest bit. But it is very funny. Hey, remember that, Jim? I remember that. It was funny. It, it is surreal listening to something and then hearing myself laugh and then I'm also laughing at the same points. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess it is me. I yeah. do laugh at the same things. Yeah. That was a good bit. I yeah. Forgot how long it went for. <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot how little Reeves is in that Reeves clip. <laughs> well Reeves named it. Cancer uh caveman cancer yeah, culture. You yeah, you yeah, you like nailed the pattern. We had like started it and then you solidified the pattern and then we kept going. Um pattern game. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> um so there's an, another clip and this episode is very heavy for Brian. Um but this is probably one of your most iconic clips of the last three seasons, two two and a half seasons, because this is the introduction of the Top Chef movie. Not the part oh, that we heard wow. last week. This is your true introduction to the Top Chef movie. Wow. But he's like, I've got a new thing. Okay. Okay. And this is huge. It is huge. And Pivot's he said, big. Attached is the first scene of the Top Chef movie. That I am what? writing right now. Nice. Oh He's my God. Like, I want nice. you three to read it and review it. Send me, you know, any kind of edits that you have back. I'm writing it on the fly, but I'm sending you scene by scene the Top Chef nice. movie. Nice. I wow. responded. I said there was no attachment to this email. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the introduction <laughs> to the Top Chef movie originally. Wow. Uh, what an iconic moment for people who actually went through that entire season and listened to all over a thousand pages of the Top Chef movie, right? It was very long. That felt like a million years ago, too. That was a good thing. That really powered us through that season, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're really good. Yeah. That was a ton of fun. Also love that it originally started as us trying to like give notes to it. I think that ended pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I like, think it was maybe the first two, and then we <laughs> yeah. gave up on that. Yeah. yeah. There was all like there was a lot of like, stop. What's he saying here? And then we just like, stopped. <laughs> that took yeah, too long. Stop doing it. Well, it uh, doesn't that... really take any of our reviews no. or comments no. anyway. So No, he he said, I mean, at the end of the day, it's in my movie. Yeah. That is a lot of fun. We have been thinking of, we've been brainstorming with Tom of like something, a similar thing to do for the podcast. And the only thing he's pitched so far is to do like a Top Chef sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like the exact same format, but now there's sitcom pages. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to do that. Tom pitched it, but it's the same thing. But also like, what else do you fucking want? <laughs> what else are we going to do? Play clips of Reeves for fucking 25 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that every episode. Not no, every episode. Just, just this one. one. We just kicked the one. guest off for this. <laughs> and by we, means Brian. I made um, Jamal do it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, Reeves, we're going to miss you, you know? Wow. Yeah, you know, it is. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to be gone forever. Um, going on hiatus. Um, I don't know if it's been explained, but of course, I am going on a journey, um, a walkabout mm-hmm. with Tom. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no electronic devices allowed. 365 um, days. Yeah. I mean, that was my rule just because I didn't want the same thing to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want any issues. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be gone for a little while. Um, I will say that I did get you guys a little bit of a gift, which is. Thank goodness. I set something up for you. <gasps> okay, good. Because I thought this was going to be one sided. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of work today for this. Yeah. I thought this was going to be one-sided and like you weren't going to get us anything. Been so, planning yeah. for a week. I did a lot of work today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pro tip. If you think you might be walking into a surprise party, bring presents for everyone that you might think might be there too. Yeah. That okay. Is That's, yeah. Yep. That is a pro tip too. Yeah. My car is filled with potential presents every time I go somewhere. <laughs> the other day, my wife was like, we should just buy a bunch of wine and have it on hand when we go to people's houses just to bring the wine. And I was like, Keep it in the car. that's the most adult and like fucking boring but smartest thing ever. <laughs> that is like, pretty smart. That's like year six of marriage. Like, wow, that's a fucking great idea. But then I feel like a fucking suburban <laughs> asshole. But that's you, what I am. You know, for the first time ever, I brought uh, wine or beer to a hangout. The, the first time ever? The first yeah. time? Yeah. And, and when I did it, I realized, you know, I've kind of been showing up empty-handed too much. Wow. Good well, take her. E- even beer? You haven't brought beer to a party before? I feel like, like I don't go to very many parties. You're also not much of a drinker. That's no, I'm true. not. <clears throat> so when I go, <clears throat> I don't even ask for their beer. So, so if, yeah, if you're not expecting drinks, then maybe you don't have to bring them. But it's still nice. All right, Reeves, you have a gift for us? We've interrupted mm-hmm. your gift. So you know how... Listen, we're like a we're like a morning talk show, basically, right? Yeah, podcast is the new talk shows. Very mm-hmm. much morning mm-hmm. zoo, man. And what's, cow. Yeah, here we go, mad dog, that kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and what's like the main facet of those shows? No women. No. <laughs> well, we did that. We already yeah, we did, did that. that. <laughs> we got that callers, right? Well, yeah. Exactly. Prank, prank phone calls. So you guys can't really have callers, but. I did set up a voicemail. Ooh, okay. Okay. So I'm thinking that every week there might be a voicemail message for you. Ooh, okay. Of some kind. How it will work, I don't know. I do know that it's set up. (laughs) And maybe some weeks there might not be one. (laughs) We just got to check it. You just got to check it. Okay. But then, are we checking a Pod Chef podcast voicemail or a, a different voicemail? It's a Pod Chef voicemail. So, okay. I mean, it's open to the public. I've sent it out to the people we know. Um, and I've spread it all around social media. Um, so, I guess you'll get maybe some random voicemails wow. sent to you, potentially every episode, but maybe not. <laughs> hmm. People get busy. Mm-hmm. People do be getting busy. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, we're going to talk about Top Chef in a little bit here, but I do. Oh, yeah. No um, one's listening to this. They definitely skipped this part. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> as soon as they found out it's a clip episode, they absolutely. They're, they're, they're switching with the exception of maybe my wife. But yeah. yeah. My wife also. She uh, loves the podcast. Um, yeah. All of her wives. We got it. That's right. Yeah. I do think uh, you, yeah, it is, it, there's going to be a different, it's it's going to feel like a different show for a little mm-hmm. while. So fans, if you are still listening to this, which you skipped over this, um, it'll feel different, but it'll still be the same show. Mm-hmm. And we've taken, we've learned a lot from Reeves in these in this last, in this like year and a half. Mm-hmm. How long have we been fucking doing this? Three Two years. years? Three years. Is it three no. years? No. No. It was, was that 2019 we started? No, because it would have been during the pandemic. So it would have uh, been so maybe like August, August 2020. 2020. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. So going two on. Years. Almost two, two years. years. Wow. Feels like three years. Yeah. Feels like forever. Um, learned a lot. We've taken a lot of, taken a lot. So it's going to be, it'll, it'll, it'll be the same show, but it'll be different. It'll be missing something. Um, mm-hmm. And that something is uh, uh, a voice that doesn't peak in the microphone all the time. <laughs> Jamal and I constantly peek and Reeves mm-hmm. is not. Also, a voice that probably doesn't like say things that need to be like bleeped or edited out so much. Constantly edited out. <laughs> have constantly. I ever been bleeped? I don't know. I don't think you have. I gotta change that. You're very good for all right. The brand here, here, here's your chance. Uh, Reeves, <laughs> say something that I, I will bleep out, and then we'll go into chefs I prepared for you. Ugh. I don't think I have it in me. 
<laughs> How about I just say <laughs> you? Holy crap! But yeah, this is our. Um, it's not goodbye. It's see you later to yeah. Reeves. This this episode. Yeah. Um, and um, we're gonna miss the guy. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope he survives with Tom. I don't really care if Tom survives, but I do hope Reeves survives with Tom. Me too. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah. I, did, I, did I mention he also wants to do it? I mean, he phrased it as naked and afraid mm. as well. <laughs> so uh, He's always pushing those limits. Yeah. I, so we can't wear clothes. The afraid part, I, I know where he's pulling that from. I don't know what how he's going to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a whole surprise. Well, be safe. And we, we look mm. to your return. But now let's pivot and let's get into chefs I prepared for you. This is a segment we do every week where we discuss what we had for dinner last night and only last night and present it as if we're presenting to the judges on Top Chef. I'll go first. Chefs, I prepared for you my Gerber special. <laughs> <laughs> Baked chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> With roasted broccoli. And followed up for dessert, a bowl of blueberries. Frozen blueberries, right? Yeah. Wait a second. My Gerber special. Is there no mashed? I didn't have sweet potatoes today. Oh, my God. Didn't have any last night. Leaving the audience upset with that one. How hungry were you? What do you mean? You missed a whole part of your dish. You're probably starving. Your body expects three things. It expects a meat, chicken. A uh-huh. vegetable, broccoli, uh-huh. and a tuber. All I did was not a tuber. It's not a tuber. <laughs> Walked right into that one. All I had to do was swap out the amount of space that I would have used for potatoes and put more broccoli on the plate. It was it was like a freaking forest, man. I ate a forest. That's nice. You roasted the broccoli? Yeah, you know what? I used my convection oven. Ooh. Okay. I wasn't using it all this time, and I realized uh, uh, I need to go try this convection cooking here. Convection it up. That sounds nice. I. It's, it's funny you should bring that up, because I went to the store, because I've heard about these ovens, and I was like, oh, shit, I want one of these ovens. And, um, and I got one, and I brought it home, and I plugged it in, um, and then I went to jail, because I had bought a conviction of... <laughs> Wait a second. We want to keep this in on the first episode. (laughs) You bought a conviction? I guess so. (laughs) What kind of conviction? You just just a standard conviction, or was it for something specific? I mean, when I plugged it in, it said that it was for drunken disorderly and 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 lewd behavior Mm -hmm. and also um, destroying public property. Okay, well, here's the follow-up question. Were you drunk and disorderly and lubed at this point when you got it? I mean, yeah. What okay. I mean, <laughs> Sounds like you just got a ticket, maybe. I, I mean, I, all I know is I drank a bunch of beer, <laughs> and I walked into the mall, <laughs> and I went straight into the store that sells these ovens, which I guess is Sears, but that still exists. And, well, whatever store it was, I demanded an oven. <laughs> and I so thought that, that was it, the problem. I thought that it was a Sears. And when they wouldn't help me, I did toss over some um, shelves and kick a kick a window. And mm. then they finally gave me the oven, but it was me going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that, so that checks out. Sounds like a, a ticket. Um, mm-hmm. Chefs, I procured for Oh, hell own. yeah. The hamburgers of Five Guys. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, this is stepping out. And you know what? Can I get into the prices of Five Guys right now? How expensive they are now? Please. How much do you think a regular size hamburger cheeseburger is at Five Guys? Six bucks. No. High. uh, Seven bucks. High. uh, Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah. I think the bigger thing with Five Guys is the fries price. Dude, I didn't even. We got friends. Didn't even look at it. I remember when I first came to DC and was working. 
Five Guys was like seven bucks total, burger and fries. And now the burger is 10 bucks. It's ridiculous. I looked at it, my eyes got super huge, and I immediately <laughs> wanted to say something like, I remember when it was like five bucks. And I feel like recently it was, but I didn't want to yeah. be that guy. And then my wife and I got in the car and we we're like, was that very expensive? <laughs> it felt really expensive. I don't know what's happening over there. Anyway, Five Guys was good. I got a cheeseburger. It was falling apart by the time I ate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel bad the next day, which uh-huh. is today. But So the burger did its job. It did how do you, job. Uh, how do you, what do you get on that thing? I get um, lettuce, tomato, onion, mustard. Yuck. Mayonnaise. No, not mayonnaise. Ketchup. Yuck. So pretty yeah. standard. Standard. Yeah. I don't get the okay. uh the mushrooms. Oh, I mayo. love the yeah, I love those those like fried onions and mushrooms on there. Ooh. You gotta go in and you gotta say, <clears throat> Can I get a um, double patty uh, dry pork? And that is two patties, cheese, and bacon only. No nothing else. <laughs> That's off dry the secret pork. menu, right? Mm-hmm. You go in and you say, just give me two patties and dry pork, please. A dry pork cheeseburger, and they're like, "You got it, buddy." Oh man, you get milkshakes at Five Guys. They do that now. We did get a milkshake, Ooh, an Oreo yeah. milkshake. Man, geez, this cost you forty-five bucks. Yeah, it was very expensive. This is like going out to a real restaurant. Chefs. <laughs> yep. We're at forty-four minutes. <laughs> Chefs <laughs> to cut down my clip episode. <laughs> I, I think. I think so. Chefs, last night I prepared for you. Also, wouldn't it be cool if we had shirts? We had two shirt options. In the front mm-hmm. said Pod Chef on the left uh, pocket, and the back said Chefs. I prepared for you, or you buy the shirt that says Chefs. I procured for you. Mm-hmm. Would you guys buy that? Let me know in the comments. Chefs, last night I prepared for you leftover cheeseburger casserole. And the cheeseburger casserole. Hamburger helper? Is that what you're talking about? Nope. No, 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 no. Cheeseburger casserole. No, my friend. But this is all, this is, I also used fake meat, fake, fake beef. So to break it down for you. Thief. Chop an onion, throw it in a pan with some oil, oil, you know, the whole thing. You add your Uh fake meat to it, blah, blah, blah. You add a can of tomato sauce, eight ounce tomato sauce, whatever you want. I try to buy the fancy one, the one in the yellow can that looks more. Tomato paste in there? Nope, that's too strong. I fucked up one time. Tomato paste makes everything taste too strong. You're only supposed to put a little tiny bit of it. Yeah, well, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> you put the whole thing of tomato paste in? Well, it's you get that, like, the tube, right? Like the, I don't. Like I the never... toothpaste, and you just can't stop squeezing yeah. it. Well, yeah. Squeeze, it's just so much it. fun. Yeah. yeah. And I do use that as toothpaste. Oh, okay. Well. Dentists hate me. Um <laughs> So you do that. Picture of Brian pressing his teeth and it's just red. Uh-huh. I'm like, do you guys have teeth whitening? My teeth are fucking red. <laughs> and raw. Uh, you, so you put a can of tomato sauce in it, a half a cup of ketchup in it. Then you put right. that in a casserole dish, throw it in the oven for about 10 minutes, pull it out, put slices of American cheese on top. I know that Reeves likes American cheese. That's an old clip I almost cut of Reeves saying that he uh, will snack on American cheese from time to time. Hell yeah. And then you put uncooked biscuits, like Grand's biscuits, on top of those, <laughs> throw it back in the oven, and it turns into cheeseburger casserole. And that is a Marion Robinson, my mom, tradition of cheeseburger casserole. And I made it, and I made it for Carrie, and her re- remark was that the biscuits weren't done, and they were not. <laughs> they were extremely doughy. Dang, dude. Tough critic. But it was good, and I also... That same day that I made that, made the Allison Roman citrusy cheesecake. I've been oh, yeah. snacking on that bad boy too. Uh, cheesecake with lemon zest. I bought. I finally broke down and bought a big boy zester, the long thin one. Oh yeah, damn, so much better than the shit that I was buying the, the weird little handheld ones. No, microplane. Yep, they're good. Game changer. Mm. That sounds good. Sorry, it was doughy. Um, I'm not sorry. That's your fault. <laughs> yeah. I put it back in the oven for a little bit longer, and the, the biscuits were browning too much. And just had to, you know, at some point, you just got to eat uncooked dough in your cheeseburger casserole. I just imagine her being like, it's too doughy. And you're like, it's fine. You're picking it up, and it's just like <laughs> glooping into your mouth. Basically, yeah. Because the top is done, and the bottom part of the, of the cheese is not done. Yeah. And I'm like, just eat it. This is what you do in my house. It's like that quick fire where they had to use that dough that you could peel apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Give it a shot sometime. I was trying to think of ways to like upscale it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't maybe like cut some peppers inside the meat too when you do it could be a nice way to upscale it. 
I think it's maybe all in the presentation for something like that. If you just got like one of those little circle things and like Ooh. just put some stuff on top of it, like Damn, some jobs that, like that. That would look sick if you took a circle thing and cut out the biscuit so it's just like a little you like see the layers. Yeah. Damn, dude. There. There you go. Damn, dude. All right. So now so now that we've Dale taught us that now someone should needs to win these things. So who wins? Well, I don't think it's me, that's for sure. I had a Gerber food again. Um I think Reeves might have won. I think so too, because it seems like his burger wasn't it was it was done. It was yeah. done. It was a little messy, but it was it's just done. expensive. Yeah. And you had a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Reeves wins. So it's like you guys ate that and then fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So I guess what Reeves wins is you win immunity. So I guess you don't have to even show up for a while. You can just take yeah. the next couple episodes off. That's immunity. You can not show up for a couple of seasons. That sounds nice. Well, we were talking about you know dinner and zero gravity. We'll be right back after this. What? <laughs> Flawless. That was very sweet. Pod chef, and we're back. Pod chef, season six, episode ten. Top chef, season nineteen, episode ten. Houston dinner and zero gravity. Let's get right into it. The chefs visited the Houston farmers market where they were tasked with putting their own spin on fajitas. For a Chipotle Mexican Grill sponsored challenge, the winner received ten thousand dollars. Beginning with this quickfire challenge, immunity from elimination was no longer available as a reward. Yeah, you don't get anything. Judge, mm-hmm. The guest judge was former Top Chef Colorado contestant Claudette Zapita. This farmer's market was huge. It was. Humongous. It was very big. You could get lost. Have you been there. to this farmer's market? It's huge. It's it huge. huge. It's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest. You get lost there. You get lost there. It's huge. Love the votes. Um, and unfortunately, Claudette is from a season that it's already been represented. So this doesn't help Jamal's case of getting someone from every season. Claudette's from the same season as no uh, Joe Flam, who we saw like two weeks ago. But we do have Top Chef Master Season Two winner Marcus Samson, who is the poor man's BJ Smooth. You mean JB Smooth, and I'm not cutting that. Cut that. <laughs> nope. Cut it. Nope. Cut it. Nope. Let me do it again. Nope. Let me do it again. Nope. I was <laughs> like, I lost my brain. Let me <laughs> Please let me keep in BJ Smooth. <laughs> no, no, because he's gonna Boy. contact me. Boy. He's gonna contact. I was me. like, I'm just not gonna say anything because I don't know who that is. <laughs> it took me a second, and I was like, BJ, does he mean JB Smooth? <laughs> okay, so this is an actual thing. You're not making fun of my inability. <laughs> very similar, very similar to Shannon. If you wanted to do a BJ Smooth impersonation, Skip, you ever seen BJ Smooth? <laughs> You're a guy just a joke. He's in the Kirby enthusiasm. Oh, he's funny. He's a funny guy. You know, but that's what these comedians do, Skip. They make the jokes. He doesn't give you right to go hit them. <laughs> you ever notice that Skip Bayless is constantly sniffling his nose? That dude does coke the whole show, right? He does, and I think he's very sick. He's sick all the time. <laughs> He's been sick for he years. Very I don't frail. know. Every, every picture I see of him on his Instagram is him being like, hey, LeBron, just woke up. It's 3 a.m. I'm in the gym. Where are you? <laughs> Does he really do that? <laughs> yes. Dude is on coke for sure. He's got yeah. that fucking 10 feet tall and bulletproof cocaine energy. He's like, I'm in the gym, but I'm still awake. It's yeah. not like I woke up. I was like, we're in the gym to <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at, LeBron? You're supposed to be the most dominant force. Where are you at? So at some point, yeah, Marcus Amos and Dusha up and he is the poor man's bj smooth but we are we are talking about fajitas Mm -hmm. god damn do i love a sizzling plate at fajitas i love fajitas reeves you want to make this a (laughs) three-way oh that i like fajitas i do i I started thinking about the whole thing of like uh, someone walking with a plate of fajitas but i feel like Mm -hmm. that's kind of overdone where it is like everyone kind of turns their head and they're like "Ooh, that looks dangerous yeah and tasty yeah. Um, Chipotle is the sponsor. Mm-hmm. Very healthy Chipotle. A lot of Chipotle ads that ran during this. Yes. And also, did you guys know that, well, I guess at this point, it's one day until the Kentucky Derby. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Was that not running at the top of your screen the entire time you watched the episode? No. Well, we watch it on our own screens. You're watching on your neighbor's screen. That's uh, right. Yeah, and your neighbor is a horse, right? He's a big horse. <laughs> My yeah, neighbor. So- <laughs> yeah, it is, Mister Ed. Oh, did you get your mail today? 
I can't remember. I need to borrow to. some sugar. I don't know what I'm uh, doing. <laughs> yeah, who are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Sound like a, your black pastor. I think I slept into Reverend Han Gary again. <laughs> I need to borrow some sugar. <laughs> sugar for the children. So they have to come up with n- new ways to do fajitas. New yeah, ways to do new fajitas. Take on fajitas. They were all pretty much the same way yep. of doing fajitas. Pretty they much. Just weren't, they just weren't sizzling. Which, by the way, I wanted to be sizzling. That's the I whole point. To look a little bit like fa- like fajitas. I think part yeah. of the problem, and Demar pointed this out, was like the timing between looking in the farmers market, getting your food, and then cooking. Like you had to be very strategic with that. And I think because a lot of people like didn't finish or didn't yeah. get everything yeah. on the plate. And I think it was because. People Ashley. are taking too much time. Ashley, Jay, someone else, Jay, yeah, Don, Don yeah. didn't. Do Don it. showed up and just didn't do it on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I'm gonna cook with y'all," and they were like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, she's she lost. Didn't finish. And uh, I thought Evelyn would win. It seemed like the guest judge really liked that um, that spice that Evelyn used. But no, uh, Mississippi bread man. They talking about how much money Nick has. Nick is rolling in dough. He's won so much money challenges. And the thing is, is that I heard from Tom that he's become a bit of a loan shark on the show. Oh, no. So don't be surprised if we start seeing some broken kneecaps in the next couple episodes and they say, Mm -hmm. I fell down the stairs. Mm -hmm. No. Nick. No. Very high interest loan sharks. Loan sharking. Okay. Well, let's. uh, That's kind of scary because, you know, predatory loans are a thing in the black community. Um, but I, Nick- no, but what I'm doing is I'm giving Nick a, I'm doing it mafia, which is predominantly white. So I'm being very colorblind right now. There's a black mafia. What? Brian doesn't know that there's a black mafia. He does have a lot of bread. Um, <laughs> BJ it's Smooth. all sliced. Uh- <laughs> Nick wins, um, but I just want to say Buddha and Evelyn and Nick were all the favorites, and you know they also were the favorites at the end. And I think this is a preview of the finals. Unless Sarah can shake things up, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I, I think um, you're. I think you're right. It, it is interesting that it's like the three people that they were like did well were the three people that did well in the elimination challenge. The three people did poorly, and three people did poorly in the elimination challenge. Uh, do you guys think so? Nick also does a baking bread dance at the end. Do you think he already had that dance? Do you think they made him do something like that and come up with it on the spot? I think well, they made him come up with it on the spot, which feels not. I, good. I think he had it locked in. You Most black people have one or two dances locked in. Okay, all right. Just in case, <laughs> you never know. I got a happy dance and a sad dance, ready to yeah. go at any moment. I just got him locked away. I my fired and happy dance are kind of the same. Oh, they're similar. Yeah, like if I get fired, or what's fired? Wait, just I tell me what's happy. what's the small difference? So. The the I'm fire dance has a weapon component. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> or is that I'm happy doesn't. Okay. <laughs> and see if you um, can see see if you can notice that next time Jamal's doing a dance. Just yeah. yeah. It's see if I'm happy or I just got fired. Just pay attention. So they speak to two astronauts for the elimination challenge. After touring the space center in Houston, the chefs prepared dishes that could feed astronauts in space, and the dishes were required to follow. NASA guidelines on food consumption in a micro G environment, such as limited ingredients that could potentially create crumbs or free floating liquids. And the guest judges were Melissa King and Top Chef Master Season Two winner Marcus Hamilton, aka Poor Man's JV Smooth. Yeah, they were talking about you can't use salt really because yeah. your, your bones will crumble. Mm-hmm. And yeah. speaking of crumble, one of the astronauts said that you can't get crumbs because they could go anywhere. The cherry blueberry cobbler. And the interesting thing is when you're eating this, you notice there is crust in there. We have to get rid of any crumbs. Crumbs, it's going to go as far as it can go until it hits something. Do you relax? Mm-hmm. And then they pointed to their butt. Well, yeah, yeah sure. that's what happened. Every every contestant <laughs> would like point to something and the astronauts would be like, uh-huh, there. Yeah, she's like, uh-huh. and then people are like, "Well, even here," and they point at someone else's butt, and she's like, "Yeah, it could be going that guy's butt too." <laughs> no, but not like, but not there, and they point to someone else's butt, and the astronaut's like, "Yeah, yeah, it got to go in there too, definitely in there." Yeah, and it was—I mean, it went for a while. There's only six contestants left, but like, it took a long time. They had to cut a bunch of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to quickly note that when they were walking up on the rocket, Buddha did say. 
this is the closest I've ever been to a rocket. Which, like, he would only say that unless it's not true and he's trying to convince us that he's, he's like, I've never been this close to a rocket before. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, yeah, we, we haven't been next to a rocket either. He's like, yeah, well, I'm just normal like you guys, too. I've never been next to a rocket. Well, there was that thing, I don't know if you guys remember from season one, he was like, I'm a big Houston Rockets fan, and he hasn't gotten tickets yet. Mm. Oh, was he talking about Yao Ming? Yeah. <laughs> Never been this close to Rocket before. Did he, like, pulls out the picture of him and Yao Ming? <laughs> Psych, you see me and Yao Ming? <laughs> Dude was fucking oh, huge. And he, had fucking, and he could fucking move. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of big guys, a lot of big guys are just big. But yeah. Yao Ming also had he, he had fucking move. he could move his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Post yeah, moves. Buddha like wouldn't stop talking about that thing throughout. And everyone's like, you gotta work on your dish. He's like, I already came up with my dish like seven months ago. I knew yeah. exactly what I was gonna do for every single potential elimination challenge. I already have this in the bank. So Damar is not humming in this challenge mm-hmm. while he's cooking, and he's cooking rice and he cooks it twice because he messes up both times. Uh, the rice this is so the... bad, he made it twice. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting episode for him to start doing bad on. This is not the time to start doing bad in this competition. No. Especially in front of astronauts. You never yeah. want to embarrass yourself for the astronauts. They could go tell aliens that you look like a fool. Yeah. They go up to space, they tell all your secrets. Yeah. Don't tell astronauts shit. It's the last people you want to know all your dirty secrets are the aliens. No oh, god, yeah, because they'll talk about you. Yeah, they're gonna spread that around like wildfire. So yeah, yeah, interesting episode to decide. I mean, he even said it. He talks about how he's like, um, I got some stuff in my back pocket that I don't want to use yet. He's like, but that's kind of a bit of a dangerous game. And I was like, it is. Use the good stuff you have now. Like, just use mm-hmm. it all. I almost got him eliminated, but I think he got by on his reputation. I think so too. We got three former astronauts in the house, and one of them's a little sneaky beaver. Let's listen. <laughs> What's the best thing you've ever eaten in space? Any food that was unattended, right, by somebody else. I love that. You're that guy. Every kitchen has that guy. I'm not normally that guy. Every kitchen does have that guy. If you're wondering, well, who's that guy in my kitchen? It's probably you. Yeah. You're that guy. I, I really shouldn't say this, but Tom... Tom sent me a text message. Oh boy! And he said, "Hey, remember that clip um, when they asked the spaceman, what's the best thing he he in space?'" And I said, "Yeah, I remember. Of course, it was it was really funny. Actually, he said that he stole food. Twenty dollars. He laughs at his own joke. Tom, I'm gonna laugh very hard at my own joke." Tom said, "Yeah, but you should have heard what he said after that. That we get a cut." And I said, "Okay, what is it?" And he said, "Alien pussy." <laughs> <laughs> So the one part that I couldn't <laughs> guess uh-huh. was the alien part at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but I, from from I, I got a message from Tom. I knew yeah. what part of the joke was. Mm-hmm. So I think we all did. We were just waiting for him to get through to it. You know. So moving right along, <laughs> Ashley served her dish with scissors and a giant slice of tuna. Okay, um, she did the thing right. She did. she did do it right. I think she did. She just didn't season the tuna right. She should have did what they said, which was sous vide in the oil, in the in the olive oil, or maybe that uh, sauce that she had. Yeah. That, impart some more flavor to it. It seemed like the tuna was too big, that if she cut it smaller, then maybe the more of the flavor would have gotten into it. Um, too much she, tuna? Is that what you're saying? Too much tuna. <laughs> oh, hello. Um, she seemed to do the challenge right. And that might be the one thing that kind of saved her in the end, or yeah, I guess saved her in the end was she at least attempted to do the challenge. Other people, it seemed like, didn't. I was yeah. so disappointed <laughs> that no one had to put their food in a fucking bag. Yeah, people. Someone had a gum, Nick had gumbo, which looked delicious, but I'm like, why didn't they put it in a bag? Yeah, the whole thing was about astronauts eating shit in space. We saw them eating out of bags. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when they served the food to astronauts, it's like. Buddha served a fucking ball that you broke. They can't do that in space. Come no, on, can Buddha. you imagine where those crumbs would get? I mean, oh my god. I mean, I'm I'm afraid to ask, but could they go there? <laughs> like not yes. here, right? Yeah, yeah, not there, but there. 
that lady. They have to FaceTime that lady because she's not at the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> could go there? And she's like, oh, yeah, I could go there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and here, and they're, like, turning the camera to someone else. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, you could get there, yeah. <laughs> and she never gets she never gets sick of it because she just feels like she needs to like impart the wisdom that it can because she wants you to know like no yeah it can go there i'm doing my part i've been to space it can go there yeah it can you. and will go there yeah. so jay Come serves on. no one put a thing in a bag yeah like except for ashley that shit was fucking like when they had back in the day when they had to make food on a plane they had to put it in the little container to be mm-hmm. cooked on a plane. It had to fit in the oven on the plane to cook it. When they did micro- microwave food, it had to fit in a microwave container to be microwaved to represent that food. This was just like, make food. Period. That was kind of it. <laughs> yeah. That can't have salt, I guess, so the astronaut's bones don't disappear. Yeah. You ever it- seen an astronaut eat salt in space? They turn into a fucking octopus. Yeah. They, there's nothing, there's no density to keep them. They just kind of like yeah. float away and then they slide under and through the cracks out into space. And then like, they, like that, putty. That, that can get places too. Oh, yeah. And so now we know that sodium and gravity are working hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I all knew that of, all along. All part of big gravity. Um, I like the whimsy of Buddha's dish. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think Tom kind of called it out that he does seem to have like I was joking about it before, but I think he did come in with like seven or eight dishes that he's like, no matter what, I'm gonna figure out how to do these dishes in the elimination yeah. challenge. Yeah, so smart, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um, Jay serves mushy beef. Is that a shirt? Um, that also could have been cooked served in a bag. Tom gives the chefs a pep talk. Let's listen. This is a tough part of the competition right now. This is when you got to dig deep. Yeah, I'm talking to everybody, not just you, tomorrow. I'm talking to everybody right now. I made a huge mistake, but I'm not really the guy that makes the same mistakes over and over again. All right, we have a lot to discuss. We'll call you back in a bit. Thank you. Hey, hey keep, keep your heads up. Keep your heads up. Come on. That's Coach Tom yeah, out there. Uh, just giving the kids a pep talk after halftime, you know? It's a cook of inches. <laughs> inch you cook, by inch. You cook with your fingernails. <laughs> For that cook. The difference between winning Top Chef and losing Top Chef is the difference between life and death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um I do appreciate that they did cut the part where he said, keep your head up. Like, guys, look, keep your heads up. But not you, Jay. You keep your heads up. <laughs> you're fucked. But yeah. Jay, Jay, not not you. You're, you're going home. You're going yeah. home. Yeah, Jay, no, you should feel bad. So Nick wins the bread guy wins the guy who makes all the bread wins um and this he cooked also- a whole chicken cut in half i guess that's spatchcock is that what that's called yeah, yeah. spatchcock well breaking yeah. it yeah, yeah yeah and then just um, fucking laid that motherfucker on the grill when he flipped it had <laughs> deep grill marks on it yeah yeah man get it all could nice you- and charred for some flavor could you yeah. imagine if like there was a creature that ate humans and just like they would like spatchcock us and put us <laughs> fillet us on a fucking grill i i we're meat yeah. too, man. Yeah, they could we're just meat. Put us in half and put us on a grill. Turn us over. Deep grill marks on us. Mm-hmm. And then stick us in a fucking juice. For all we know, they're not doing that now because we have too much sodium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they keep me from eating my aliens. No, that's <gasps> the aliens. That's oh my god! It's I. It's it's all. It's a fucking conspiracy. Oh, they no. don't not eat Brian salt. for the le- for the listeners at home. Brian is up on his chalkboard again. <laughs> they don't not eat salt in space because it makes their bones soft. It's because if you eat salt in space, you're just fucking making yourself taste good for the aliens. You're seasoning yourself for and the there aliens. There it is. There it is. And they can't stand mm. unseasoned meat. No, they don't. They are much like the top chef judges. They say, this is not seasoned. I'm not going to eat this. It's a catch-22, though, because human tastes so good. Mm-hmm. That when lady it's seasoned was like, properly. It's a delicacy. That astronaut was like, the real reason that you can't leave the crumbs is because it's a trail. You were leaving yeah. a breadcrumb <laughs> trail for the aliens to slowly yeah. bite their way to your butt and eat you. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, this leads us before we get to elimination. Nick wins, but let's. This leads us right into Tom Colicchio's small talk clip of the week. Let's listen. Just imagine what it was like for that little girl, that little boy, to look up and maybe they saw a bird flying and thought, "I could fly one day." <laughs> and they trained. And now think about the time that you actually decided that you want to become a chef. And here you are, and you're so close. You're here to win. Keep that thought. 
That's the thought you're gonna need to push through. What's the thought? <laughs> what, what the thought? fuck? What the fuck? What thought? <laughs> what thought do I need to keep with me? Okay. A kid saw a bird flying and thought, I want to fly one day, and then became an astronaut? Is that what he's trying to say? They trained. Yeah. What is the thought? I, so Padma actually reached out to me on this one. Oh, good. Okay. She, she said they did, like, over 50 takes, and that was the best one. <laughs> you did a different story every time. That makes sense. Tom, <laughs> before the episode came out, Tom was like, hey, make sure you watch this episode. Um, I just watched Forrest Gump, and I think you'll know. I think you'll, I think you'll pick up. I think you'll pick it up. You'll see some references. He's like, he does do that a lot. He watches things, and then it bleeds out into his work. The, the thing, think, think about it. You're that little girl. Or little boy. Little boy, too. Could be a little boy. Could be. Could be. You look it up. You see a bird. Boy or girl bird. I don't know. Could be either. And so, like, I want to fly one day. So you train. <laughs> and so cooking, and that's how you cook. Yeah. He didn't, like, connect it at all. He was no. just like, and so you cook. Do astronauts look at birds and think, I want to be an astronaut? <laughs> what else so. would make them want to do it? The chance to get fucking alien pussy? <laughs> Let's listen to Jay get eliminated. <laughs> Jay, please pack your knives and go. Thank you. Yeah, Jay, we'll see you at Last Chance Kitchen, so you do have a shot of getting back in? Thank you. I wasn't proud of my dish for sure today. Jay. Don't act like you're surprised. Well, you yes. better go kick ass. Because <laughs> I need you. <laughs> it's been quite a journey for me to come to Tashev. From Korea to New York to New Orleans, learning new things in a new language and a new culture. I thank you guys. Take care. I worked really hard. I never took any shortcuts. I will always demand more from myself to be a better chef. Well, she had two chances to go up against Sarah in the last chance kitchen, and she lost both. And Sarah is now back in the show, folks. Did you guys catch when Jay came back to the um, room and she first goes to Evelyn and Evelyn does this like clapping thing to her Mm -hmm. and Jay mocks her and does the clapping thing back to her. And Mm -hmm. Evelyn's face is like, the fuck? Like, it was so awkward and weird. And then she kind of like like played it off but clearly she was like upset and i think mm-hmm. everyone was like it's fine and she was like okay and like clapped back at her it's go back and watch it it's fucking uh, wild I, I remember seeing that and i think it was just awkward nerves of like i'm going home and i don't want to respond to your clap yeah it was fucking yeah. it's it's wild um, i gotta check that out that sounds like the drama that i would like also jay in the um uh challenge the last chance kitchen challenge number two she as they're deciding whose food dish they like the most, she goes, all the bitches are choosing Sarah. <laughs> she won't stop calling everybody bitches. She, does she keeps do it saying, a lot. like, those yeah. bitches. The, I, Jay is fantastic. I think she's, she's so great. Good, so good so funny. Um, does Tom not want Sarah back in the competition? I don't think so. I think he's kind of mad that she's kept winning. Because I told you, this season was supposed to be going back to um, the roots of Top Chef, which is... N- men winning yeah and so having to bring a woman back into the show i think is kind of like destroying what he's got set up for this season yeah he seemed bummed down about it considering the story of this season's last chance kitchen which is probably one of the best Mm -hmm. ever like that and the Kristen one i think that that's it can only top that's the only one that tops this one just yeah. because the sheer amount of time she won. And then this last episode was pretty incredible. You'd think that he would have been a little bit more enthusiastic considering yeah. this is his show. He fucking like Sarah across the board beat Jay in that first competition and then had to do it again. It's the same thing that happened to the other Sarah last season mm-hmm. when she beat someone and they're like, okay, great. Now you got to cook against these three people, two of them who are in the show right now to earn your way yeah. back in. And then someone else won. And it's like, why would someone have to win twice in the same competition on the same night to get back in? They won already. They should be getting yeah. something. So it's, it's almost like that's the new trip 
where they try and like, if you win, they go, okay, well now you got to do it again immediately. And we'll just do it a two-parter to try and see if we can get you knocked out. Cause that's a twist. Yeah. When really it's just, it's just like a, a team being eliminated from a double elimination tournament and then kind of losing to a team that didn't have the same double elimination chance. Mm-hmm. I am glad that she spoke to how pissed off she was that she had to do it again. Like you could see yeah. it in her face yeah. in her talking head. She was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like I just beat the shit out of Jay in the challenge yeah. and I got to do it again. But guess what this means? means i'm back in the competition boys i got a person back in the show and i said before the dark horse shall return welcome to the party pal yeah welcome (laughs) to top chef pal well the you know what she is the game master she i I feel like she planned this out the whole time she was like the easiest route is if you go out early and then you just crush it in last chance and then i'm gonna go back in and then i'll be in their heads the whole time I only have to outcook one person a week. Easy. Uh, that's easier. Okay. <laughs> Less people. All right. Fucking easy. Play in the game. So now Tom has to deal with the fact that there's three women and men in the finals in the last uh, six for the show. So it's gonna blow his hat off. It's gonna blow. Yep, his hat it's off. coming. And let's talk. Let's talk about the standings because Reeves is back in the lead with yeah, seventy-two and a half points. Baby. Brian. Brian's probably going to lock his team at this number because this is his favorite number, 69. And how I have did I got... not, with Nick winning the whole thing? Oh, wait, actually, winning? you know what? You have 70. I forgot to add Ashley's oh. advancing an episode point. Well, she'll be out soon. Don't worry. I thought she was out this episode. Well, she, she should have been. She, she, outside of Sarah, she has the least amount of points remaining in the competition, and she's already been eliminated. So, um, And didn't she face off against Sarah? To get Ooh. back in the show, Ashley. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna come there. back and fucking yeah. send her ass home. I hope she like turns her burner up high. <laughs> Reeves, where are they now? Oh, Jay. She is a New Orleans train, but she lives in New York City, baby, and she's got two restaurants that I don't remember what the names of them are. So <laughs> look them up and go see her. Go see her. Go to Dale's restaurant, Goose Feather. <clears throat> this has been. The Reeves dedication episode. Uh, he'll he'll be on hiatus with Tom for a while. Then he'll make a miraculous return. We're going to miss him so much. Anything you want to say to the fans before you take your uh, walkabout? Um, keep me in your thoughts. Think about how, you know, naked and afraid I'm going to be on a walk with Tom. And I guess the Outback is where we're going. So think about that. You know, leave some reviews. Um, I know sometimes I've said leave negative ones if you want to, but when I am gone, I want them only to be positive, only be nice, nice, which we have gotten some nice ones recently. So we yeah, I got a real that. nice one the other day that just says, I like this pod. Mm-hmm. That's the energy we need. That's We need that kind of energy. So please leave some reviews and I'll be back, baby. And until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go. Go.